from their studio in the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's the Boomer and the Babe Show with Pete Peters and Deborah Brown. Join Pete and Deborah and their guests as they give voice to 78 million baby boomers from coast to coast and border to border. Now here are the Boomer and the Babe, Pete Peters and Deborah Brown. And indeed, indeed, good morning. This is the Boomer the Babe Show. It is 11 o'clock on the West Coast and 2 o'clock on the East Coast and something else in between, wherever you are, in between the East and the West Coast. Uh, I'm Pete Peters, and this is, I said, the Boomer and the Babe Show. We're coming to you from our office in Sun City, Arizona. we got to change that bumper music coming in, but we're in Sun City, Arizona now. Uh, it is Wednesday, October 17th, 2012, and uh, we want to remind everybody and ask everybody to go to boomerandthebabe.com, uh, see everything else that we're involved in besides doing this radio show, and uh, sign up for our mailing list, uh, which will get you some goodies from time to time, uh, absolutely free, including our online magazines. So please uh, join our mailing list and uh, follow what we're doing uh, via your email. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook and, of course, on blogtalkradio.com slash boomer and babe. Today we have a very interesting guest. We have a very lucky gentleman with us today. His name is Richard Lustig. Richard Lustig is a seven-time jackpot winner for the Florida State Lottery. I don't know how he did it. Well, we're going to try to find out. Welcome to the Boomer the Babe Show, Richard Lustig. How are you today? I'm doing fine, and thanks for having me on the show, Pete. Well, I'm glad you're here, believe me. And I really do want to know how you did it and how you won the lottery, because I like to play the lottery, and I don't like my chances. Maybe you could help improve. <laughs> Maybe you could help improve them. Uh, matter of fact, I just looked at some lottery tickets that I had just purchased just prior to the show. I went to the Arizona Lottery and looked them up, and guess what? It was no winner, just like it usually is. It's well, let me let me throw something at let me throw something at you right now because in the introduction you used a word that I hate, and I always try to to get it out there. You said uh, he's a very lucky guy. Pete Luck has absolutely nothing to do with this. That's <laughs> that's a very important message. People who rely on luck are fooling themselves do you want to go through life hoping that you're going to be lucky enough to get that pay raise or to get that promotion or do you want to go through life following a proven method that has gotten people those promotions and those pay raises and that's what I'm doing. I am the only person in the world that has won seven lottery game grand prizes, and it had nothing to do with luck. It is over 20 years of trial and error and developing a method that obviously works. Well, I'll paraphrase the song, then. It's uh, what does luck have to do with it? It's sort of like what Gina Turner. Love Exactly. What does love have to do with you? We're saying luck with you. Uh, before we get too much into the uh, into the inner workings of what you're doing and how you've done it and so on and so forth, uh, we always ask for uh, a two-minute movie, which is a little bit of bio on yourself. Tell us where you've been, what you've been doing prior to becoming the knowledgeable lottery player that you are. Born in New York City, left there very young, don't remember too much about it, lived most of my life in Florida, and actually I did live out in Arizona for a while there, but uh, most of my life in Florida. I uh, have been in the entertainment business almost my whole life. 
In the 60s and the 70s, I toured the country as a singer and a drummer. In the 70s, the disco scene took over. I became a DJ, both on radio and in the private sector. In the 80s, I started a talent agency called Lustig Talent Enterprises, which we still have today. So we've been in business for over 25 years, booking mostly 70s and 80s classic rock groups, uh, people like Rare Earth, uh, Eddie Money, Kansas, stuff like that. And then in the midst of all that happening, exactly next, next year, as a matter of fact, I believe it's either January or February, they celebrate it. Florida celebrates its 25th year of having a lottery. So 25 years ago, the lottery came to Florida. And I started playing just like everybody else. Wow, lottery, buy lots of tickets, win lots of money, retire. But unfortunately, like everybody else, I had no plan, no method, no idea what I was doing. And unfortunately, like everybody else, I was losing 99% of the time. So I worked on some ideas and some uh, things that I thought might work and not work. And the things that didn't work, I threw out the window. The things that did work, I kept using them over and over again. And as I added more and more things that worked and accumulated these things, I actually ended up developing a method, not even realizing I was doing so, started winning more and more, ended up winning my first grand prize, my second, my fifth, and now here I am today having won seven lottery game grand prizes. Well, there's, there's an interesting parallel to what you're saying, uh, and that is years ago, and I really don't know how many years ago, how old is my daughter? She's 37. So it was 30 years ago, let's say, maybe maybe a little bit more, when Arizona started their lottery. And um, as a matter of fact, it was probably in the early 80s. And I was part of that original management team that put that lottery game on the streets. Oh, cool. And, and uh and we started when we started it we started with just scratch your tickets because they didn't want to get into the the numbers games uh, the numbers games and so yeah. on and so forth but uh they started with just scratch your tickets and um it it was an interesting time i tell you talk about lottery fever when things were going just nuts and uh you you think it was you think it was a gold mine back in the 49er days you know and and uh, and in fact when in, in a few minutes here as we keep talking there's gonna. I'm gonna actually give your listening audience, and I'm gonna tell them right now to make sure to get yourself a pen and a paper while you're listening to this sh- to this show, because I'm actually gonna give your listeners some free tips out of my book that I wrote, and and one of the book one of the things I talk about is exactly what you just said about being careful about getting lottery fever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, and it was going it was going crazy, and of course. Uh, being new, there is always going to be somebody that was uh, the watchdog agency, and you know, forecasting that you know the the the, the people of less means will look at as a uh, look at as it as a possible way out, and they'll and they'll buy tickets they can ill afford, and so on and so forth. Yep. And uh, and and it's uh, it's it's pretty pretty amazing the psychology of buying lottery tickets in and of itself can make for an interesting conversation. Oh yeah, uh, and now and the other thing I, I, I wanted to wanted to mention to you uh, is that um, uh, when of course you're with when you're with the lottery, 
you cannot per- you're not allowed to purchase tickets or play the games. Right, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't know that. That's uh, true. I always I'm always surprised when I mention that to people. They didn't realize that the the general public doesn't know that when you take a job with the lottery. I don't care what state. I think it's pretty. I think it's country not, across the country. I think all the states have the same rule, uh, but in almost all of them, for sure. If you work for the lottery in any way, shape, or, or form, when you agree to take that position, that job, you sign a, an agreement that you will not play the lottery. You can, you're not allowed to play. Exactly, and that includes things like your their uh, their marketing and PR people, their advertising agencies, and so on and so forth. Everybody, and you know uh, what that comes from? That comes from the old days when, when, you know, let's face it, way back, you go back, you know, thirty years, twenty, thirty years ago, there were still some shady things going on with with sweepstakes and contests and things like that, and there were there was hanky panky going on. So they said. With the lottery, we're going to make sure that there is no hanky-panky going on. It is totally 100% legit, and this way people can believe in it and play it with confidence knowing that it's not rigged, even though there are still people that think that, but they can think what they want. And it's interesting, too, to think of the politics that's involved in in lottery, especially when you're you're starting your lottery. Because I do recall back in the day when the Arizona lottery was uh, first coming off uh, coming off the mark, uh, we had a, a Democratic governor. Uh, Bruce Babbitt was the governor, Democratic governor of uh, Arizona. And he appointed as the lottery director a gentleman by the name of George Taylor. And George Taylor was, I believe, at the time, the retired CEO of Co- Coca-Cola Bottling of Arizona, and he was a Republican, and he appointed the Republicans so that if anything went wrong with the lottery, <laughs> he could blame it on the Republicans. <laughs> so, smart so, little cookie, wasn't he? I tell you, so all the garbage that you see uh, uh, the debates last night and all the other debates and the, all the other arguments, it breaks down, and it comes right down to the state lotteries, too. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. uh, the other thing I wanted to mention to you that it might be an, an interesting sidebar is when the Florida lottery started, there were probably two or three, definitely one, but maybe two or three of the people that were working for the Arizona Lottery moved to Florida and went to work for the Florida Lottery. So I don't know if they're still there or not, but these are guys that I worked with back in the day. Well, I know that the people, of course, obviously, I don't know who those are either, but I know that the people here at the Florida Lottery are great, and I'm not saying this. They don't pay me to say anything good or bad about them, but they've always treated me very well. They, of course, having won so many times, they know me by heart. They know my face. They know me, my name. I walk in. There's this one guy that works right near the front window there. When you, when I walk in, and he sees me come in the door, and he goes, "Richard," he says, "You're back again." He says, "How much did you win this time?" So you know, <laughs> it's 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 kind of it's kind of fun being a little celebrity. You know, of course, I've become a bigger celebrity since then, but. Uh, it's fun. I, I, yes, I'm playing and I'm winning, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And that's one of the things too I want to stress when I do these interviews is if you're playing and you're not having fun, that usually means it's because you're losing more than you can afford to lose. And that's when you need to seriously sit down and think about maybe getting out of it. 
Well, if you're betting the rent money and you're betting and and you're and, and I don't care if it's a lottery, if it's Vegas, if it's horses, the dog track, I don't care what it is. If you're betting the rent money, the 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 meal money and uh, the gas money and uh, anything well, else. And whatever, imagine, yep. Yeah, then uh, you're obviously in over your head. Absolutely. And, and, and that's something that you have to be uh, have to be aware of. Yeah, uh, people, it is so easy. It is so, so easy to get what's called lottery fever. Yes. And, and, and I preach all the time. There's certain things I tell people to do. And there's certain things I tell people to not do, but the very first thing I tell them to do or not do is do, is set a budget. Set a budget. Do not spend grocery money. Do not spend rent money. Don't worry how much Joe Blow down the street is buying in lottery tickets. Don't worry how much Richard Lustig is buying in lottery tickets. Maybe they can afford more than you can. Figure out what you can afford, and that's where you start. Well, some people can afford to play golf and others can't. I mean, it's, it's just it's just some people can afford uh, a three week vacation; others can only afford a long weekend. But that's just the way it is. Of course, and, I mean, and if, if you can afford if you can afford the 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 fourteen day cruise, go on the fourteen day cruise. But if right. you can only afford a three day cruise, hey, be fortunate. Feel fortunate enough that you can at least afford the three day cruise. You go on the three day cruise. One of the things that you and I are talking about before we came on the air was the fact that you want to make sure that everybody understands that um, uh, you have everything out in the open. You don't have any secrets about this. Uh, why don't you just kind of go ahead and explain what you meant when you were telling me that? One of the things when we spoke last week, Pete, you had we had talked about some things and what we were going to talk about and blah, 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 blah. And you had asked me, which is a very common thing that happens to me all the time, you had asked me to send you a list of questions that you would like me to ask on the show. And I told you, I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And I said, and here's why. I said, because, let's face it, the world is full of scammers and rip-off artists. I mean, it, 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 you hear the horrible things that go on every single day on the news, uh, you know, how people are being taken advantage of. There are... No matter what the subject is, there's going to be people out there that are not going to believe it, okay? Many years ago, many years ago, two men said to the world, we've created a method to do something that man has never done before. And the world said to these two men, you're crazy, absolutely not, no way, it, it's not possible, and the biggest quote that they kept hearing these two men was, if man was meant to fly, God would have given him wings. Well, those two men proved the world wrong. And there have been, and there have been many other people in history who have proven the world wrong. And that's what I've done. I have proven the world wrong. There is a way to play the lottery and increase your chances of winning. Now, I am real. This is not a scam. This is not a joke. I, I want people I want people to go and check me out. Go to my website, winninglotterymethod.com. Check out the videos of all the major television shows that I have been on. Good Morning America, Fox and Friends, The Rachel Ray Show, MSNBC, Inside Edition. You don't get on those kinds of shows if you're a fake. Okay? Um, Look at the page of testimonials. I have, there's a page on my website that's all testimonials. These are people who have bought my book, 
who are following my method and are winning more money than they've ever won before in their lives. And Pete, I'm not talking about just people who are winning hundreds of dollars or even thousands of dollars more than they've ever won before. I have people who have won hundreds of thousands and even millions. I'll give you a couple of three quick uh, three quick um, examples. I have a guy up in, I think he's in Maryland or somewhere, whatever. His wife bought him my book as a birthday gift for his 50th birthday. It sat on his coffee table for almost a year. He never read the book. He was a regular player, but he just never read the book, and he kept playing the way he'd always been playing, and he kept losing like he'd always been losing. Finally, one day, and I know all this because he sent me an email, and I called him. I ended up talking to him on the phone. He finally decided one day, you know, stupid me, my wife bought me this book. I should at least read the darn thing. He picks up, he read my, my book, started following my method, and won a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. I have a couple in Tampa, Florida, who started following my method for about three or four months, whatever it was, hit a $2 million jackpot. And then one more example, I have a couple in Iowa. A, a lady saw me on one of the TV shows that I did. Uh, I don't remember which one it was. It doesn't really matter. She goes running into the other room and says to her husband, Honey, honey, I just saw this guy on TV, and he's won the lottery a bunch of times, and he's written a book, and it tells you how to play. And the husband, like typical husband, said, Yeah, yeah, whatever. Don't bother me. I'm watching my game. She went out and bought my book. Pete, they followed my method for three to four months, and they hit a nine million dollar lottery jackpot so back to your statement that started this little section people this is real i am not a fake i beg you to please check me out because there's lots of other people out there that are selling so-called lottery systems and they're charging people outrageous figures and i did the checking out and do you know that there are people out there selling lottery systems, lottery programs for your computer, lottery books or whatever, and they've never even won one time? How can they be selling a method that they claim works when they've never, sung, when they've never won even once? I've won seven times. Now, there is a couple of people that have won once or twice, and that's fine. But all of a sudden, now that makes him an expert? So please, folks, I am real. Please check me out. I want you to. Is In, in all of your playing of the lottery, uh, is there any one game uh, that is um, uh, more lucrative than another? Yeah, the uh, one that I won my most money on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, well, of course there's games that are more lucrative. I mean, like you got the... Right now, you've got two big multi-state lottery games. Right. You've got Mega Millions, and you've got Powerball. Right. All right. Let's, let's talk about – remember I told you I'm going to give some people some rules, some things to, that they, that's going to help about uh, – that they should write down. And I, I started touching on – the first one was the budget thing, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. So it, set a budget. Now – not everybody is going to be able to afford to spend the same amount of money. I, a question that I get asked all the time is, well, Richard, how much do you spend on lottery every day? And I tell people, I'm not going to tell you. 
and right away say, ah, yeah, he's trying to hide something. No, I'm not. The reason why I don't tell people how much I play, is it's twofold. Number one is because I don't want people to get influenced. People get influenced very easily. So if they think, oh, well, if Richard Lustig spends X amount of dollars, okay, then if I spend X amount of dollars, I'm going to be as successful as him. No, that's not the case. And then the second part of that fold is that I do play more than what most people play. But remember something, folks. I'm not spending a penny of my own money. I'm playing with lottery money. I'm playing with money I've won. So I can afford to buy more. Do you believe me? When I started playing 25 years ago, <laughs> my budget was so small, it was, I almost didn't think it was worth even trying. But I was willing to take the time and sit down and try to think things through. So don't spend more than you can afford. So here's the thing now. My method works. I don't care if your budget is $10 a week, $100 a week, $1,000 a week. It doesn't matter. Okay. Now, it's pretty common sense that the more tickets you buy, the better your chances are of winning. That's common sense. Okay. But again, don't spend more than you can afford. So if you do have a small budget and that there is nothing to be ashamed of if you are one of those people, the, the, the economy is in the toilet. It has been in the toilet for four or five years. It is not going to come out of the toilet, folks. I don't care who wins, okay? It's going to be a while before this country is back on its feet substantially. So most people are watching their pennies. So most people are on smaller budgets. So if you are on a smaller budget, let me, let me ask you, Pete. Power, you have Powerball in Arizona, right? Right. Okay. Powerball starts out at $40 million. Right. Okay? That's, that's if somebody won the last jackpot, it starts over again. It starts at $40 million. And, Pete, you would absolutely love to win $40 million, wouldn't you? In a heartbeat. Of course you would. But your state lottery, but, but the, I'm sorry, but the, but the Powerball lottery, the Powerball game, the odds of winning are 1 in 175 million. Do you realize, realize how astronomical that is against you? Now, let's take your state lottery. I don't know what your state lottery is, but it probably, first of all, starts out at around 2 or 3 million, right? Right. Okay. I don't know what the odds are. In Florida, oh, I, think it actually, I think it actually starts at a million. In a million? Okay. In Florida, it usually starts at around 2 or 3, and the odds of winning the, the Florida state lottery are 1 in 24 million. Still pretty tough odds, right? Sure. But much better than one in 175 million, isn't it? I, so I let me ask that. you a question. Yes, you'd love to win $40 million, but would your life absolutely not change dramatically if tonight you won only $2 million? What a nasty break. Say again? I said, what a nasty break to win $2 million. Really? But, but it would absolutely <laughs> change your life, wouldn't it? 
Oh, absolutely. That's why of I'm course being sarcastic. It That's why I'm being sarcastic. Wow, what a nasty break. You know? Yeah. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like I say you, you hear all you see all these big time athletes and whatever whatever and they keep making all these mega bucks that they're making and they're getting in trouble and they're getting uh, just all kinds of issues and I said man give me the money I'll show them how to live and what to do oh right. absolutely well you know that's you know what that is is that they get crazy they think it's never going to end you know absolutely so so I tell people take a look at what lottery games are available in your state. Forget about the big ones, the Powerballs, the Mega Millions. Yes, we'd all love to win $40 million or whatever. But right now, play the games with the smaller grand prizes, okay? Right. Because the odds of winning are much greater in your favor. That still doesn't mean you're going to win, all right? But, for instance, one of my seven that I won was a game called, not to be confused with Mega Millions, the multi-state game, it's called Mega Money. It's, a, it's twice a week, and I won $842,000. Not even a million dollars. It was $842,000. Did that change my life? Huh. <laughs> Absolutely it did. So... As you start to win the smaller games, you start to build up some money to work with, then your budget will increase on its own from your winnings. And maybe one day you'll be in a position like me and others where you'll be able to buy a lot more tickets without spending a penny of your own money. Exactly what you're talking about. Your mega money, your mega money lottery game right now is uh, next jackpot expected to be 1.2 million dollars. You're darn right, 1.2 million. Hey, you're, boy, you're a smart cookie. <laughs> well, is, is the internet wonderful? <laughs> uh, not when I when I was the question I asked one more lucrative than another. I, I probably misspoke on that. What, what I what I meant to say was just basically what you have just gone over. Uh, but if if you're going to be playing um, these smaller games, the games that are primary local games rather than national games, <laughs> excuse me, um, are, are the the odds are going to be slightly different on all of them. Yep. Um, and is is there you obviously like your mega money game that you have because you've done well with it. Uh are there others in the Florida lottery system that um you feel more comfortable with? Oh sure. Uh, For instance, than... we have a game. We have a game it's called Fantasy 5. Uh-huh. Now, the jackpot is only 200,000. Mm-hmm. So it's going down even smaller. But now we jump from Powerball odds one in 175 million. State lottery one odds one in 24 million. I didn't mention what the odds were, by the way, in, in uh, Mega Money. The odds in Mega Money are one in three million. But now we drop down to Fantasy Five. The odds of winning Fantasy Five are one in 380 thousand. Mm-hmm. Now, still pretty tough odds, but. I mean, rem- remarkably better than one in 175 million. The jackpot is only two hundred thousand dollars. But I, but I, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says out there. I do not believe anybody listening to this show right now could not absolutely be thrilled to death if they only won two hundred thousand dollars tonight. 
Well, you know, that's that you're absolutely right. And and uh, and, and, and and by the way, I'm sorry. 3 3 of my 7 lottery game grand prize wins were that game, Fantasy 5. The it, it's interesting um when you said as you just did, uh for instance the Powerball game. The Powerball game pays huge huge amounts of money and can build to just gargantuan size jackpots. Oh sure. Uh but and I and I would say somebody would say to me, "Oh man, I want to win." Shoot, man, let's let 10 of us win it and split it. <laughs> okay. uh, now, there's a good Okay, there you go. Now you just brought up another subject. Lottery pools. Lottery pools. You hear about it. Pros and cons. What does the what does Richard Lustig, the lottery expert, have to say about lottery pools? I love them. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Again, that's back to play smart. And, 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 and all of this that I've been talking about so far is kind of all based around a theme. Play smart. Don't play greedy. Play smart, okay? Don't worry about the $40 million. Get the 200000 all right? Same thing with lottery pools. So now you're going to go whatever game, and you're going to buy 10 tickets. You're going to put in $10. So you're going to have 10 chances to win that game. In, and, and if you win, you get all the money. Instead, get 10 people together, and you each put in $10. Now you have 100 tickets in that game, 10 times more tickets, 10 times more chances to win. You have 100 chances to win now instead of only 10. Yes, if you win, you only get one-tenth of the money. But is one-tenth of the money more than 0% of nothing? That's it. So, again, play smart, don't play greedy. I totally believe in lottery pools. Now, but again, if you're going to be in a lottery pool, be smart about it, because there's been lottery pool stories about people fighting over the money and all. I mean, that's so petty. It's so ridiculous, and it's so easy to, to solve. You know, you, you go out, you have one person that's buying the tickets, whatever, or, you, or, you, or if you've got, let's say, ten people in the pool, you have three people that are the committee that goes and buys the tickets or whatever. But be smart about it. Go buy the tickets. Go to a copy machine. Make ten copies of all the tickets. Give everybody a copy. Okay? This way everybody's got a copy. There's no arguments. Although, no, that wasn't one of the tickets from our pool. That was one of my own tickets that I bought for myself. You know, I mean, just use a little common sense, you know, and be thankful that you won. Gosh, people get stupid. People get stupid when they when it comes to money. But uh, you're, we've been um, uh, we've been spending a lot of time so far talking about uh, numbers games. Um, what is your uh, feeling of numbers versus scratchers? Okay, I love this part. Oh, got your pens and papers out there, folks. All right. Numbers versus scratch tickets. If you look at the lottery for your state, you can look up the various games, whether it's numbers games or scratch ticket games or whatever, and it will tell you what the odds are of winning. 
All right? All right. And if you do that, almost 100% of the time, it will appear, and let me repeat that, it will appear that the scratch tickets has a better chance of winning. The odds look much better in scratch tickets. But here's what people don't think about. You have your state lottery. You picture five, what is it, five or six numbers, whatever it is, right? Right. Okay. You have your set Saturday night. They do the drawing. It's televised on TV. Everybody from Yuma to Prescott to Flagstaff to, to whatever got their tickets in front of them, and they're looking at their tickets, and I didn't win, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But everybody's got the same exact chance, no matter where you bought your tickets, at what store, at what city, it is that set of numbers that won that night. Now let's take scratch tickets. A, a new scratch ticket game comes out, and the grand prize is $100,000. And they print up 10 grand prize tickets. So there's going to be 10 people that will win $100,000, okay? Now, as we discussed earlier in your show about the legitimacy of the lottery and so forth and so on, those tickets are shipped out in a random order. The lottery people have no idea where those tickets are going. So you live in, uh, in Sun City, right? Right. Okay. So one of those tickets ends up in Prescott. One ticket ends up in Flagstaff. One ends up in Yuma. One ends up in Phoenix. One ends up in Mesa. So you see what I'm talking about? These tickets get scattered out all over the state. So first of all, one of those tickets may not even end up in Sun City. That's right. And not only... If we get past that, and it does end up in Sun City, what are the chances of it ending up at the store that you buy your tickets at? Exactly right. So, if you are in a position like myself, and I'm not saying that to be braggish or arrogant, I'm just saying that I happen to be a fortunate person, and there are other fortunate people like me who can afford to spend more money on lottery tickets than most people, then, yeah, you could play the ball games, you could play the scratch ticket games and whatever. But if you are on a budget, and again, there is nothing to be ashamed of because most of America is right now, and you cannot play that much money on lottery games, obviously, therefore, you're going to have to make a decision as to which games to play and which games not to play. My advice is... Forget scratch tickets. Go let after me, ball games. Let me verify exactly what you're saying from my experience of being with the lottery when they only had scratch tickets. Um, we had uh, many of us. I was one of the supervisors, but we had many others that were out, and they had uh, lottery reps, and they had territories. And their job was to go into the various retailers to make sure that they were in compliance as a retailer and also to make sure that they had sufficient numbers of lottery tickets uh, in, uh, in, in the establishment. Right. 
now it was very well known and told to us by the lottery officials and the people that designed the games that wherever you sold the most tickets is where you will have the most likelihood of the large tier winners because there's more tickets because there's more tickets there's more large tier winners and because there's more large tier winners and more people the, the more tickets are being purchased and scratched the chances are better in Phoenix than they are in Havasu, Lake Havasu City. Of course, because if, so, if if Lake Havasu City is only is only selling a hundred thousand tickets a week, so the lot of it is only sending them a hundred thousand tickets a week, but Phoenix is selling two million tickets a week, then two million tickets are being sent to Phoenix. So of course the odds are going to be better of a grand prize ticket showing up in a market that is selling more tickets. Exactly right. And for and for that reason, uh, when I had uh, part of my supervisory territory was Lake Havasu City, and that's why I, 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 I know this, Lake Havasu City was complaining, we have no big winners out here. We have no big winners. Well, what my suggestion to the lottery was, well, why don't you have Lake Havasu City, rather than sending them the templates on the ads to run in their paper that say uh, Sally Smith won megabucks on the scratcher ticket in Phoenix, send let them determine uh, who their people are. We can help them with that and tell them who won Two hundred dollars in Havasu City, or three or four or five hundred dollars in Havasu City, because in Havasu City, that's a huge jackpot. Because the chances of them winning anything bigger than that are slim and none. And Slim's on a horse, and he's leaving Dodge. Exactly. <laughs> so the the point that uh, people have to realize about the scratchers is, it is determined the 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 number and the the location of the large winners is determined strictly by the population the size of the population that is buying tickets in any given area. Because the more people buying, the better the chances of having one of them being a high-end or a high-tier jackpot. And one of my seven lottery game grand prizes was a scratch ticket. There you go. There you go. One of seven. <laughs> yeah, and that's and I think that's that's the operative operative. Well, word I've, I've won seven. Here's the you know I've won seven lottery game grand prizes. One was a right. scratch ticket. Right. Two of them were second chance drawings. Three of them was a game called Fantasy Five, which we talked about, and the the seventh one was Mega Money. Mm-hmm. Now, here's another little fact. And every and again, remember in the beginning of the show, I said everything that I say is 100% the truth. That's why I beg people to go and do some research on me and check me out so they'll know I'm real, this is not a joke or a scam. In Florida, as in most states, if you have a winning ticket that is less than a certain figure, in Florida it's $600. If you have a winning ticket that's less than $600, you can take it to any local merchant and they will cash it in for you. Yes. If your ticket is $600 or more, you have to take that ticket to the lottery office to cash it in. The local merchant cannot cash it in for you. All right? Pete, I have been to the lottery offices an amazing 23 times with winning tickets that were too large for the local merchants to pay out. 
No, it was that nice. And again, that's all documented. Right. That is very, very nice. Um, when here, Here's how I buy my lottery tickets, and you're welcome to tell me that I'm all wet. First of all, one thing that I do is I do not buy the – uh, the mega lottery and the the Powerball or whatever the heck they are until they get just so outrageously large that it's your. I just feel I'm crazy not to buy them and and I put. All right, I, I gotta be honest with you, Pete. I know yeah. you're the host of the show, but I gotta be honest with you, Pete. That is a philosophy that I have absolutely 100% not understood. So and I don't mean this. And I don't mean this. I don't mean this personally against you, but no. my question has always been, so excuse me, sir, you're telling me that $40 million isn't enough for you. Unless the jackpot's at $200 million, <laughs> you're not interested. No, I don't think that's what I'm saying. Okay. I, in my mind, what I'm saying is my chance is so slim to win it yes. at $40 million, If I'm going to have... Uh, the slim uh, snowball's chance in hell, so to speak, of winning. I may as well have that snowball's chance in hell for the big bucks, just in case I catch lightning in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, every, I've, I've heard all kinds of answers to that question. I, I personally don't understand it. Um, I, I, to me, I would, I, as much as I've already won, I'm thrilled when I win a hundred thousand dollars. Well, believe me, I'd be thrilled if I won five hundred dollars. That tells you where my fortunes are. Are let's put it that way. Now, how can I improve my fortunes? That's what I'm after. That's what I want to know. My question to you then would be: Am I better off playing um, uh, quick picks, or am I better off choosing my own numbers? All right. In the very beginning of the show. I said you used a word that I hate, and it's one of the one of the big words that I I attack severely all the times, and that was the word luck. Right. Okay. The second biggest is quick picks. Do not. What I'm about to say, your audience is going to be sitting there going crazy. Folks, do not play quick picks. And they're saying, "What do you mean, don't play quick picks? I always play quick picks." Have you won yet? Now, when you buy a quick pick, for those, most people listening know what a quick pick is, but for those that don't, a quick pick is when you go into the store, you hand the clerk a couple of dollars, and you say, give me a couple of tickets for tonight's drawing. He punches the screen, and the computer punches out a set of tickets for you for tonight's drawing. So let's say it's Powerball, all right? That ticket that you just got that is computer-generated, okay, is a ticket that is going to give you a 1 in 175 million chances of winning the game. You don't win. So now, for the next drawing, you go back to the store, and you give him a dollar and say, give me a quick pick for the drawing. And he does the same thing, and the computer gives you a ticket. Guess what? Your odds of winning the game are 1 in 175 million. When you're buying quick picks, folks, your odds are always going to be at their worst. They're never going to increase because you are always going to get a different set of numbers with a quick pick. They're always going to be different. So the odds are always going to be at worst. Does a single number win the jackpot or does a set of numbers win the jackpot? 
Well, it's always a set. Of course. So, I told you there were three major things that I give away in a radio interview for people to write down. Okay? Even if they don't go to and buy my book. These are three things that if they just listen to me and follow these three things, they're already going to give themselves a much better chance of winning. The one was setting the budget. The three, number three was talking about the scratch tickets. Now we're going to go to number, what was number two, and that's about the quick picks. There is a way to play ball games to, just as the title of my book says, to learn how to increase your chances of winning the lottery. The lottery. I didn't say to learn how to win, to learn how to beat. Because if I promised people you buy my book and you follow my method and you will win the lottery, I would be lying through my teeth. And people would be foolish to believe me. What I do tell people is you, you buy my book and you follow my method and you will learn how to increase your chances of winning. So, you play your own set of numbers. Now, people have different ways of picking how they pick their numbers. Most people pick their numbers with birthdays, anniversaries, special events. There's nothing right about doing that at all. But there's nothing wrong with doing it that way. So it doesn't matter. Some people do some uh, 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 computer auto rhythm, uh, what do they call that, uh, algorithm programs and blah, 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 and they pick the numbers that come up the most times, and they pick up the numbers that come up the least times or whatever. There is nothing right about doing it that way, but there's nothing wrong about doing it that way. The message I'm trying to get across here is there is no right way or wrong way to pick the numbers that you're going to play. It's what you do with that set of numbers that's important. So, you're playing a game that has six numbers. You have to pick six numbers. So you pick your six numbers. However you do it, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Right? Let's say you have to pick six out of 49. Write 40, 49 numbers on the wall and then throw darts until you come up with six numbers. It doesn't matter. But once you've picked your six numbers... Almost every single lottery website in the United States and around the world has a place on their website where you can put in a set of numbers and punch the go button or the search button or whatever, and it will tell you if that set of numbers has ever come up before. Now, I have done the research of all the games of all the lottery games in Florida, Arizona, Illinois, Czechoslovakia, the United Kingdom, Australia, I don't care, wherever, of all the games that are out there, we could not find more than about a half a dozen times where a set of numbers came up a second time. Wow. So when you – can it happen? Yes, it has happened. But it is so, so rare, it's ridiculous. So, if you punch those numbers in, and that set of numbers did come up once, only once, and it was 14 years ago, throw it away. Don't play it. Wow. If that set of numbers 
All six numbers have never come up before at one night. But five of the six numbers have come up four times in the last nine years. Play it. It's still good because all six haven't come up in one night. Gotcha. And I'm telling you, Pete, this works. Interesting. And if people, there's so much more in my book that people can learn, it's unbelievable. I've only given you the frosting on the cake in this interview. There is so much more. And, 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 and again, I'm saying, people, please, you're hearing a voice on the radio. You don't know me from Adam. Don't just take my word for it. Please search me out. Research me. Check me out. Google me. I mean, not only go to my website, winninglotterymethod.com, but Google me. I'm all over the Internet. I've been on all the major television shows. This doesn't have all these other people out there selling these books and stuff that claim win. They didn't, you, you can't find them anywhere. And trying to find uh, uh, an address to communicate with them or a phone number, very rare, very rare, very few of them, I'm sorry, very few of them have any way for you to be able to contact them at all. They don't want to be contacted. Richard, I want to ask you a question about this. Uh, these odds that you were mentioning you, when you were talking about the hundred one and one hundred seventy-five million, uh, and and you go in and you ha- get a quick pick, uh, and I and I think this is going to substantiate what you're saying. The odds of that number coming up are one one in one hundred seventy-five million. Right. Okay. But the odds of it coming up the first time on the first computer choice is one in one hundred seventy-five million. Because it's the same numbers, and you're doing the same thing with the same basis of numbers, correct? Yeah. So what you're looking at, then, is it's got to come up twice. It's got to come up once to be chosen and once to be a winner. So now you're looking at one in uh, 350 million. Gosh. Is that that accurate? Pete, Pete, you hold the record. You just came up with a statement and a question that no one has ever asked me before. And I'm not sure how to answer that darn thing. That, well, that, I mean, that, that has some legitimacy to it, but I'm not sure. I, I'd have to do some research on that. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I don't have an answer either. But I mean, yeah, it, 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 sounds, it sounds like it makes sense. Because uh, you've got the same pool of numbers. Let's say it's 1 to 50. Okay, right. and there's a computer choosing your six numbers, right. and the odds of them coming up as a winner are 175 million. Right, one in 175 million. million. Right, right. And now for a computer to do it in the first place, so that they get to play those numbers, those odds of those specific numbers has to be the same odds as they would be coming up again. That yeah, they're the same odds every single time. Right, but the odds of the computer picking that same set again is astronomical, even. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and it may be more than three hundred fifty million. Yeah, who knows? Uh, Pete, what I want to do because I'm watching the clock, and sure. I don't, and I don't, I don't want us to get cut off before I do something very special. I, Man, I don't want worry to about offer, it. Pardon? Don't, don't don't worry about it because I control the stop button. <laughs> oh, I thought we had an hour. 
Yeah, well, we do. But uh, trust me when I say I always allow for a little bumper time. So okay. We're good. Well, can I go ahead and go into my Go special? ahead. Okay. I'll hear, uh, and I'm going to make it official. Okay. Us, all right. Give, give us your shameless self-promotion. All right. <laughs> First of all, again, my my website is winninglotterymethod.com. And the title of the book is Learn How to Increase Your Chances of Winning the Lottery. And by the way, again, my publisher has told me several times now, I am their number one best-selling author. And with the hundreds of thousands of books that are for sale on Amazon just alone, okay, my book twice this year hit the top 100 best-selling books for the day. I mean, that's just incredible. Uh, it was way beyond our comprehension even. All right, but what I'm going to do is, what, I'm gonna, what we're going to talk about here for a minute is about my website, because you have to do this through my website. There are other ways to buy my book. All the big booksellers have it, Barnes & Noble, Borders, uh, Books A Million, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They all have my book, but what, the offer that I'm about to make to you, you have to buy the book through my website. Now, first of all, my book comes in English, of course. We've had a lot of people ask us about my book in Spanish, my method in Spanish. In Florida, we have a lot of Spanish-speaking people. In Arizona, there's a lot of Spanish-speaking people, because I know I live there. My book, my method is available also only through my website in Spanish, so you can get it in Spanish also. Plus, I'll be one of the first ones to admit it, I'm not a big reader myself. There's a lot of people out there that would rather listen to a book, then read it. My method is also available as an audio CD through my website only. So you could go to my website, and here's this, I'm going to offer you a special deal, but you've got to do two things. You've got to do both of these things to qualify. First, go to my website and buy my method, whether it be in English, the book in English, the, the printed out version in Spanish, or the audio CD, it doesn't matter. And then while you're there, there's a place for you to sign my guest book. It asks you the typical questions, your name, and blah, 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 blah. But one of the questions it, all, it asks you when you sign my guest book is, how did you hear about my method? And if you put in there, I heard about your method by listening to the Boomer and the Babe show, when you do that, make sure you put that on your order. When we get your order and we see that you, you heard about it through the Boomer and the Babe show, when we send you your order, we will include a Florida lottery scratch ticket free, which will give you a chance to win at least $5,000. Sounds like a good offer to me. There you go. And by the way, which we didn't talk about, and I should throw this in too, I also, for any organizations out there listening, um, I also tour the country. I go out and do speaking engagements. You'd be surprised, again, based on the, the economy, you'd be surprised how many people come out of the woodworks when they find out that I'm appearing in their town somewhere. Um, so I come out and I do a presentation People want, they come out, they want to meet me, they want to hear me talk to learn how to increase their chances of winning the lottery. So if you're interested in discussing with me about the possibility of bringing me out there to do a speaking engagement, 
Again, my phone number, my mailing address, my email address, everything is on my website. I am totally reachable because, again, this is real. This is not a joke. This is not a scam. I am a real person. I have really done these things, folks. So there you go. Well, Richard, I tell you, this has been an absolutely fun hour. It, it brings back memories to me from when I was uh, working with the lottery here in Arizona many, many years ago. Uh, and uh, I'm amazed at how much of it I started to remember today talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I'm also I'm also uh, uh, very pleased to to find that um, my suspicions with regard to scratchers versus numbers games are right on, and I felt I knew the reason why and you have verified that to me so um, if you're going to my suggestion is if you're going to play a scratcher game play it just for the lark of it because you like to scratch the stuff off <laughs> yeah and, and you know what it's funny because I have found that that's that surprisingly I found that to be very true most people say to me well I never really expect to win on the scratch tickets I just like to scratch I go like okay <laughs> Well, you know, if if it's in your budget, go yep, right ahead. If it's in your budget, go ahead. You know, some some people uh, some people bowl, some people scratch tickets. Yep. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Richard, thanks again for this hour. It's been absolutely fantastic. I've enjoyed it immensely. Um I, I as you know with the with the blog talk situation, you can go to Boomer the Babe. Uh, I'm sorry, blog talk radio.com slash boomer and babe and you can take that down and use it in all of your activities and and your promotions and so on so we certainly encourage you to do that and um again thanks a lot and uh many more wins i hope you get more and i hope i get a few along the way myself pete thank you very very much for having your having me on your show it was a blast and you know what pete let's do it again when i win number eight you just call me when you've got it my friend and <laughs> we'll We'll toast a, a, a little champagne from Florida to Arizona. How's that? You got it. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. You take care and have a good day. Thanks. You do the same. Right. Bye-bye. And we've been listening to Mr. Richard Lustig. And Mr. Richard Lustig is the only seven-time jackpot winner that we know of to win the lottery. And uh, he's got a method, he's got a website, and he's got a book. And uh, it's... Uh, I'm sure that if you were to Google Richard Lustig, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-L-U-S-T-I-G, and you're going to find him. And uh, he's all over the place on the web. He's all over the place with places and people that he's talked to. And his uh, his method is uh, titled Learn How to Increase Your Chances of Winning the Lottery, Richard Lustig. And thanks again to him for being on the show today. We appreciate his taking the time to be with us. And this is the wrap on the Boomer and the Babe show for today. We're going to be back tomorrow with some more programming. So we hope you can enjoy it and join us then. Have a great day, everybody. And we'll see you and talk to you again tomorrow. Take care now. Show where we bring interesting conversations to the world. Be sure to follow us on Twitter where we tweet as Boomer and Babe and on Facebook as Pete Peters 47. As always, you can friend us on Blog Talk Radio or sign up for our newsletter at boomerandthebabe.com. 
Email us at host at boomerthebabe.com with any of your comments. Remember, at 50, you're just getting started. 